Welcome to the Living Godcast. Our prayer is that this message speaks to you, impacts you, and inspires you. Please enjoy today's message, and we invite you to contact us if you need prayer, appreciate this word, or would like more information on Church of the Living God. Be blessed today. Heavenly Father, I plead with you that you allow nothing to stand between any ear and any heart in this word. Lord, I had no idea who was coming, but you knew. I had no idea. But God, you've got a purpose. And I I just pray right now that your word would be sharper than a two-edged sword. Lord, dividing asunder between soul and spirit. Father, destroying the enemy, renewing our hearts and our minds. And I give you praise in the name of Jesus. Someone said amen. Isaiah 41.1 says, keep silence before me, O islands, distant nations. And let the people renew their strength. Let the people renew their strength. Let the people renew their strength. Let them come near and let them speak. Let us come near together to judgment. The message this morning is the right time for renewal. The right time for renewal. He speaks to the nations afar and he says concerning his people. Nations keep silent. Let the people renew their strength. Let them come near, then let them speak. Let us come near together to judgment. How to begin renewing our strength. Look at somebody and say, today is the day I begin. To renew my strength. How do we begin renewing our strength? Let the people renew their strength. First of all, let me answer this thought. Why renew our strength? What do we renew our strength for? What strength are we talking about? Are we talking about strength to simply get up and go to work tomorrow? Make a living tomorrow. Come home and take care of the the household. Are we talking about strength just to endure the bombardment of, of news? Are we talking about the strength, you know, just for us to make it somehow into the gates of heaven? Just at any degree. I believe, brother and sister, that the strength that we need to renew is the strength To do what is right. We need to renew our strength. The strength to do what is right. It is far easier today to choose what is wrong. To go with the flow. To go with the crowd. To do what is acceptable before men. Because men are now. Men are here. Men see us. The people around us see our lives. It's easier, in one sense, to fit in right now to whatever the mode may be in your office or in your workplace or in your neighborhood because they are right here. And yet, righteous hearts and righteous souls are vexed because they know God and yet they are not walking with God. I'm not talking about Necessarily even a backslidden condition. I'm talking about a a weak condition. People that would make it to heaven if they died today. But the fact of the matter is, they've been beat up on. They're weak. They have fallen far too many times. There's things in their lives that are grieving them, although they continue to choose to do them. So I want to talk about a strength to do what is right. And he said, let the people renew their strength. 
He did not say in this passage, I, the Lord, want to renew your strength. He said, you renew your strength. The ball is in your court. It's up to you to renew your strength. How did he say to do it? First of all, come near unto God. Come near unto God. You know how to be near to God. You've been there before. You've been near. And the truth of it is, and, and I don't know exactly who I'm talking to. I'm, I'm presuming I'm talking to everybody. <laughs> and some statements may be for somebody or for a few people. But I'll tell you, it is obvious that many people are not as near to God as they once were. Many people are not as close to God as they once were. And they say, I'm doing fine though. And that's not what their faces say. Their joy is gone. They're weak. They're existing. They're going to make it to heaven, probably, by the grace of God. But they're not going to have any joy getting there. They don't have any strength about them. And so God said, renew your strength, first of all, by coming near unto God. And then He said, when you come near, then let them speak. Are you listening to me today? Let them speak. They've come near. Now let them speak. Say something to God. I used to sing a little hymn that said, Just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. There are things that people are suffering through and they've not even talked to God about it. I would pray, Brother Hall, but I feel too numb to pray. I would seek God, but I feel too ashamed of the things I've allowed. I would go to God, but I feel that God has let me down or that God has disappointed me in some way. Go on, come near to God and then talk to Him. Just a little talk. Come on, it's, it's important that you hear me today. Just a little talk with Jesus. Tell Him all about our troubles. When I feel like God has let me down, I feel like He's disappointed me. Tell Him. Tell Him, Lord, I feel this way. There's times I have to say to God, I feel nudged to resent you because I'm, I'm facing something. But Lord, I just bring that out right now and I repent of it. Because it didn't come from you. And I know where this is coming from. So he said, come near unto God and, and have a little talk. And then he said, let us come near together to judgment. What is this? Let us agree with God on what is right. Let us agree with God on what is right. I've pastored now in my 23rd year. I've seen too many men and women of God march toward what they know is wrong. March. Steadily. They get at a distance from God. They get at a distance from the church. They get at a distance from the altar. They get at a distance from the Word. They just tell themselves they don't need the church. They don't need the altar. They don't need the Word. They've learned enough. And then they say, I can do it all by myself. And they go out and the enemy isolates them by the lies around them. One of the classic tactics of the enemy. Sometimes they don't even just completely leave God, but they just get in safe places. They listen to the preachers on television that will not challenge them. They heap to themselves teachers having itching ears to tell them what they want to hear. Let us come near to God. Let us talk to God. And let us agree with God on what is right. What is right. It's still right to love your wife. It's still right to love your husband. It's still right to raise your children. It's still right to read the Bible. 
It's still right to go to the house of God. It's still right to pray with tears around the altar. Hallelujah. He brought us through that altar. He brought us to our knees. And we cannot go without it. And so, let's agree with God on what is right. But pastor, my mind is telling me that I deserve a different day. I've been serious long enough. I deserve some fun. I deserve some party. I deserve to run with the crowd. I only get one life and I need to enjoy it to its fullest. First of all, I'm not counting on one life. I'm counting on eternal life. And secondly, the danger about following the crowd is that broad is the way that leads unto destruction. And many there be upon it. But narrow is the way that leads unto righteousness and eternal life. And few there be that find it. The problem with being in the crowd is that the crowd is going to hell. The majorities of people are lost. The people around you speaking to you, telling you not to be such a stick in the mud. Not to be so serious. Why don't you just relax and enjoy the things of the world for a season? It's not them that's speaking to you. It is the enemy that is using them to talk to you. They are there to distract you. They are there to lie to you. Brother and sister, it is time for the people of God to be people of God. A man told me recently, he had talked to someone who had, had, had fallen, had greatly fallen and gotten away from God. And he told the man this, he said, you expect, let me see if I should say exactly what he said. He said, you expect a drug dealer to act like a drug dealer. You expect a prostitute to act like a prostitute. But he said, I expect a man of God to act like a man of God. It's time for us to agree with God on what is right. It's right to pray in your home. It's right not just to bless the food, but to pray for your family at home. It's right to seek God every day. It's right to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. Let me go on. The right time for renewal. Isaiah 40, 31, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. The renewing of our strength comes directly by the choices we make. And if we will wait upon the Lord, this is not twiddling our thumbs, waiting on God to show up. This word wait means to intertwine as though by meshing, meshing together. John the Baptist had such a life of the Spirit that people came to him and said, are you the Messiah? Isn't that awesome? He had such a power with God. They said, are you the one? And yet he knew that he was not the one. He said, I've just come to bear witness of the one, of the light, capital L. And he said, I will decrease and he will increase. But he was so much like what they expected the Messiah to be. They thought maybe he was. Isn't it time that the people of God be so Christ-like? That people say, man, I want to follow you. And you can say, hey, you just follow me as I follow the Lord. Amen. He's the one we're following. Now, mesh with God, intertwine with God. They that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Let me tell you something about God. Verse 28 of that same chapter. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? 
that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Haven't you known, haven't you heard? What is he saying about God? If I will wait upon the Lord, I can renew my strength. If I intertwine with God, I can renew my strength. But the God I go to for strength does not have to renew his strength. He does not have to renew his strength. His strength is not consumable. We don't burn it up like gas in the tank. God doesn't get weary. I just hate to bother God with this. I know he's got so much to deal with. Who do you think he is? Our Lord God, the everlasting God. The creator of the ends of the earth. He faints not. He doesn't have to renew his strength. I draw my strength from the one who is never weary. I draw my strength from the one who never faints. Hallelujah. I do not consume his strength. In that when I draw strength from God, it doesn't make him have less strength. (laughs) Hallelujah. I can draw upon his strength and he has as much strength after I've drawn as he had before I started. He is the source. He is strength. He is everlasting. He is almighty. Forget about the Energizer bunny. Those batteries run out. They don't really go from California to New York. They run out. But I have a source. I have a fountain. I have a place to go to. When I am weak and weary. When the enemy's bombarding my mind and I find myself marching the wrong direction. Hallelujah, I have a place to turn and he is not weary. He does not faint. He gives power to the faint and those that has no might, he increases their strength. Even the youth shall be weary, he said, and the young shall faint. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Man, we're going to take on those eagles' wings. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. How do you do it? How do you make it when the enemy's bombarding you? How does your marriage make it in a day of financial crisis? How does your marriage make it in a day of great distraction? How does your marriage make it when other people say, oh, I'm divorced and happy. I'm just playing the field. I'm free from the bondage. Oh, bound up the lie of the tongue of that devil. My brother and sister, put your marriage intertwined with God. Get your checkbook intertwined with God. Get your work life, amen, connected to God. Get your family connected to God. Amen, the youth will grow weary in this last day. The strong will faint in this last day. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew, shall renew, shall They'll renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The source of our strength is not consumable. He is eternal. Hallelujah. Moving on. Psalm 51, 9 through 12. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. 
Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. These words were written by David after Nathan the prophet came and revealed David's affair in the murder of Bathsheba's husband. The affair with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband. These words were made famous again just, you know, 20 years ago when one of the greatest anointed men of God stood before a worldwide audience and said, I have sinned. Jimmy swaggered when he confessed to the world his sin and he read these scriptures. Oh God, hide thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Maybe you've not yet fallen, but it's on your mind. Maybe you've not yet given up, but there's a give up that's getting a hold of your heart. Maybe you've not gone this far and you've even told yourself, I'll never go that far. I know I'm just playing with it. I'm going to stay safe. I know that woman at work, she's friendly and I'm just flirting a little bit. It's all right. That guy there that I shouldn't be with. I'm just for I won't go that far. But you're already, it's already working in your mind. And down the road there is a fall ahead unless something happens. Renew a right spirit within me. Brother and sister, how do we renew a right spirit within us? Number one, you must confront yourself. A man to admit that there is a wrong spirit. You cannot get a right spirit renewed until you admit there's a wrong spirit. David did not have to have an affair with Bathsheba. He could have when he saw her on the, the, the her rooftop bathing there. He could have right then turned around. He could have right then said, God my father I am tempted by this which I see. Oh Lord right now just turn my eyes away. Lord let me walk away right now. But he did fall and he had to admit that there was a wrong spirit. Brother and sister, there's so many people today that have a wrong spirit. They have a wrong spirit toward their husband. They have a wrong spirit toward their wife. They have a wrong spirit toward their children. They have a wrong spirit toward the church. They have a wrong spirit toward giving. They have a wrong spirit toward the Holy Spirit. They have a wrong spirit toward the things of the world. And and the first thing we gotta do, if God is gonna renew a right spirit in us is admit to ourselves that we're in a wrong spirit. Amen. Secondly, we must realize that God, the Creator, can create a clean heart. God is the Creator and He can create a clean heart. I've done too much. I've gone too far. I'm way too stained. Not if you turn it all to Him. Amen. Not if you repent. God forgave David and God forgave Jimmy Swaggart. There's many a people that haven't, but God did. Amen. Brother and sister, we must realize that God can create a clean heart. The third thing we must do in renewing a right spirit is ask for God to renew. The word renew here in the Greek means to rebuild. To rebuild. Anybody ever rebuild an engine? (laughs) Anybody ever rebuild a house? Rebuilding doesn't happen overnight. Amen. You got to start rebuilding. But he asked God to rebuild or renew a right spirit. The word right there means to be firm or constant. Constant. One of the signs of having a wrong spirit is when you're just all over the place. Just all over the place. Your emotions are all over the place. Your faith is all over the place. One minute you're fighting the devil, the next minute you're blaming God because you're fighting the devil. All over the place. Renew in me, rebuild in me a firm spirit, a right spirit, a constant spirit. Then he said, cast me not away from thy presence. The fourth thing to renew a right spirit is value the presence of God more than the here and now. 
value the presence of God more than what you're going through right now. Paul and Silas in the midnight hour, after being beaten with whips and chained and put in the inner court of the prison, the Bible said around midnight, worship was heard. Praises were sang. Prayers were made. They valued the presence of God more than their circumstance. I can say no to wrong. I can say no. I can say no to wrong because I want to be in His presence. I can say no when I am beaten and hurting. I can say worship to God because I value His presence. We can value His presence more. And then he said, restore unto me the joy of salvation. Let God restore your life to His joy. Restore means to turn back. Turn me back. Some of us need to go back. Remember when the Spirit of God moved on you? Remember when you prayed with people and led them to Jesus? Remember when you rejoiced in the joy of the Lord? Remember when you couldn't wait to get to church? Oh, I know this is a way of progress. It's a way of going forward. But sometimes we need to go back. Amen. God, turn back. Get me back to that, that place of joy. And then he said, uphold me with your free spirit. Accept his overflowing spirit. If you want God to renew a clean spirit or a right spirit within you, then you need to accept that a Christian life is not a life on life support. A Christian life doesn't have to be doldrums. It doesn't have to be at a distance. You don't have to come and, and, and come late and leave early and stay out of the altar. You don't have to. You can be like some of the people that get on your nerves. Are they going to go back up there again? They go up into that place every Sunday and they just jump and they just wave their arms. They're just getting on my nerves. I'm telling you, they just bother me. These people are just flaky people. These people, no, no, no. I, I'm closer to God right here in my back seat with my arms folded, sitting down through the worship. I'm closer to God than they are. I know what it is to walk with God. It is a life of Serenity, it is a life of pain, it is a life of anguish, it's a life of religious endurance. That's what it is. No, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We need to accept the overflowing presence of God in our life. Amen. Yes, we can go through hell and not stop and come out the other side still shouting, still rejoicing, still praising, still blessing. Hallelujah. Yes, people can talk about us. I tell you, I'm well too excited about God for the way people have talked about me I'm way too filled with the spirit for people that have called me this and called me that it's been Jim Jones and it's been Beelzebub but I tell you what they didn't give me this joy and they can't take it away hallelujah hallelujah God give me an overflowing spirit give me an overflowing your free spirit an overflowing spirit Hallelujah. Oh, preacher, I've been through more than you have. Oh, really, let us sit down. Let us sit down and talk together. It doesn't matter what I've been through. The truth of the matter is I came through it. I came through it. Amen. It didn't come to stay. It came to pass. <laughs> See, the problem with a lot of people say, I've been through a lot. The problem with them is, is that they're still there. You ain't gotten through it yet. Amen, but he can get you through it. Accept his overflowing spirit. I gotta preach on. I'm talking about the right time for renew. I got two more points. But don't go start your car yet. Second Chronicles 24.4. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. 
The word in the Hebrew repair means to renew. As a matter of fact, the Darby's uh, translation brought the verse like this. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to renew the house of Jehovah. Joash was reminded to renew the house of Jehovah. Brother and sister, if we're going to be renewed, we must renew our love and connection for the house of God. Amen. You must say, well, Brother Hall, I'm here, ain't I? Yeah, that don't mean you love being here. That don't mean you're connected to being here. There's people here that aren't here. And evidently there's some people not here that are here. Because they say they're going to send their spirit. Can't be there, preacher, but my spirit is with you. You used to tell me that at Danville all summer long. We're going to go down to the lake, but our spirit's with you. I started telling them, won't you send your spirit down to Harrington Lake? Bring your body to church. See how many fish you catch like that. I can't catch any fish with my spirit at the lake. Yeah, you can't hear the word with your spirit at church either. Uh Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't say go to church. I said renew your love for his house. And renew your connection to the house of God. Hallelujah. I'm really preaching better than that. We got to not only be there, we got to be there. But when you got one foot in the world and one foot in the house of God, it's not so easy to be there because you know enough about God to be miserable in the world and enough about the world to be miserable in the house of God. And I tell you, those are the kind of Christians you want to go down the other aisle when you see them coming at Kroger. (laughs) Get one foot out in the world, one foot over in the church, and they want to come up and say, pray for me. Would you please pray for me that God would just give me peace and quiet. Well, if you stop sinning the way you're sinning, then then God wouldn't have to, you wouldn't be in this place. Amen. Amen. If you'd stop flirting with the world, if you'd stop riding the fence. Amen. I've climbed some wood fences. I've climbed some barbed wire fences. I've climbed some wire fences. I ain't ever found a fence that was comfortable. There's been more than one time I was climbing over them and they got me. And I never found a fence that's comfortable. And so many people sitting on the fence and they come to the house of God and they blame the music, they blame the preacher, they blame the time, they blame God because I ain't getting anything out of that house. And the problem of the matter is is that they're halfway in and they're halfway out and they're miserable. Renew yourself to the house of God. But renew your love for the house of God. I don't care what anybody says today. The word said, forsake not the assembling of yourself together. It's a man of some is but encourage one another and even more so the day after God knows the church is filled with people God knows the church has got good and the church has got things that need improvement amen but God said I've called you to be a part of the church the church is the body of Christ it is the church that's going to be robed in white and walk down the aisle at the marriage supper of the lamb he's not going to do one marriage for the church and another marriage for the free agents and the independent spirits and for those lone rangers no sir there's going to be one marriage between Jesus and the church he gave himself for the church amen he loved the church he cleansed the church he washed the church he sanctified the church let's get back in his church oh, not just present I've been present at a lot of things I wasn't happy to be there. Amen. Hey man, you ever been present in court? I ain't never seen anybody happy to be there. What about driver's uh, class? You know, Never took a driver's class. I'm not confessing. I haven't had to go to driver's school. But people go to driver's school, they ain't glad to be there. Brother and sister, let's renew our love for the house. I'm talking about a time of renewal. Last point. Don't start your car yet. This is the one. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4 through 6. 
For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. Are you with me? If they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. My last point this morning on the, the right time for renewal is renew before your faith is lost forever. Renew before your faith is lost forever. There are churches, the majority, the mass Massive numbers of churches in America you could go to for 40 years and never hear that verse. He said, it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift. Who's the heavenly gift? Jesus. And were were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. And have tasted the good word of God. And the powers of the world to come. If they shall fall away. I want you to hear me. He did not say if they fall down. He didn't say if they fall down. He said if they fall away. There's a huge difference. We all fall down. You could see my spiritual knees. They are very scarred. He did not say, if you fall down, because this race belongs to those who just keep getting up. But he said, if you fall away. In the Greek, the word fall away here is apostatize or apostatize. To become an apostate, to commit apostasy. What is that? That's when people have been dry so long. Sinning so long, going down the wrong direction so long, walking away from God and His Holy Spirit. It is absolutely shameful how many people have known the power of the Holy Ghost who have said, I don't need Him anymore, and have turned to walk away from the power of the Holy Ghost, quenching the Spirit in their life. We're going to answer for many gifts and callings that we never fulfilled because we have quenched the Spirit. But when those people walk away and walk away and walk away and they do wrong, they they get out there, then they begin to believe, I've gone too far. God doesn't love me anymore. They begin to lose faith in the grace of God. Or they begin to lose love. For the things of God. Paul had a man that served him. His name was Demas. He was mentioned three times. Once as a fellow laborer. Once as a servant of Paul. But the third time the mention of Demas was that Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this present world. Can you imagine being the Bible carrier to Paul? (laughs) You know, serving Paul. He preached 12 hours one night. A man fell out of a window and died. Paul went down, raised him from the dead. (laughs) Preached two hours more. This guy walking with Paul, seeing all that happened. But he loved this present world. People apostatize when they say, it's not for me anymore. No, thank you, I don't need Jesus. Don't want anything to do with Christ. It's apostasy. I don't believe anymore. Have you ever met anybody like that? I have. I have. I've had them look me in the eye and say, I do not believe anymore what I once believed. Brother Buck, they didn't get there overnight. They drifted away. Renew the time for renewal is before you've gone too far.
before your faith is lost forever. I'm just, I, I, I just can't help it. I'm angry at God. God is powerful. God could have done what I asked him to do. He did not do it. There is a lie talking to you. Ecclesiastes 5 said, God is in heaven. You are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. You're angry at the wrong one. And a lady in Danville, she had been out of church for 20 years. And she said, I got hurt at church. People talk about it now just like it's a condition. It's a condition. You know, this family, they're out of church. Their church hurt. Like they got cancer. Got poison ivy. Their church hurt. And this lady said, this is what had happened. She'd been out of church for 20 years. And I said to this woman, I said, if a thief broke into your house today and took your goods and they found him tomorrow, would you invite him to your house for supper tomorrow night? What are you talking about, preacher? Somebody broke into my house and stole from me and they caught him. I'd go down to that police station and I would press charges. And I said, no. That's not what you've done. Because the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He came and he robbed from you. And he lied to you. And he's been having supper with you every day since. Every day since. You've invited the one who did it. Death, disease, sickness. Where did it come from? The fall. God didn't tempt Adam and Eve. The devil did. Said, you've been having supper with the devil for 20 years. And she repented. She came to the house of God until something else made her mad. And then she sat back out to have supper with the devil. See, sometimes, brother and sister, it really is not the preacher's fault or the church's fault or the music's fault. Or the teacher's fault. John Maxwell teaches us that everything rises and falls on leadership. I can prove that is not true. Because I know a pastor, an excellent pastor, that one third of his people walked away at one time. And this, he kind of rebuilt his crowd and another time combined half of his people. At another time walked away from him. Excellent pastor. Finally, Near the end of his ministry, everybody left. This great pastor. Well, who was this pastor? Jesus. Pastor Jesus. I feel very confident that there was not a leadership problem. Sometimes there's a followership problem. And if you've been to 28 churches and they've all got too many problems for you to stay there... Guess what? You must be dragging those problems from church to church with you. Amen? And I promise you this. You hang around here long enough, I will offend you. And I may have done it today. I will disappoint you. I will let you down. I got another news for you. You hang around long enough, you'll disappoint me. Can I make you another promise? I'll forgive you. <laughs> What are you going to do? That's my promise. I'll disappoint you. I'll let you down. I'll offend you. But I will forgive you when you offend me. It's time for renewal. You don't want to get into renewal after the trumpet sounds. You don't want to get into renewal after your faith is gone. Stand with me this morning. Time for renewal. Last week, visit this mind. God's talking to us. God's talking to us. He's talking to you. I don't want anybody 
in the seats, sitting, talking to each other. I want you all to be focused right here. Don't want you to distract anyone. The person on down the, the row from you might be on their last string. Oh, no, they're doing fine. They seem like they've always seemed, they might seem like it. God's not preaching to the walls. The right time for renewal. We got to come to Him. Come near to God, talk with God, agree on what is right. Admit to ourselves there's a wrong spirit. Realize that God can create a clean heart. Ask for God to rebuild a right spirit. Value His presence more than the here and now. Let God restore your life to joy. Accept His overflowing spirit. Renew your love and connection with God's house. And don't wait. Renew before your faith is lost forever. I could say renew before your marriage is lost forever. Renew before your finances are lost forever. Renew before your relationship with your children is lost forever. I'm on a path I can't stop, Pastor. It's not true. It's time for renewal. I want to know. I want to invite you. I want to show you love. I've already showed great love today by preaching this message. Many preachers don't love their people enough to preach truth. Truth has to be preached in love. They just want enough people there. They want to, they want to use them. They want to get their money. They want to get their offerings. They want to have prestige. See, the people who want to make it so easy that it never challenges you, the problem is that truly they have more fear than love. I love God and I love you. Somebody, some bodies need renewal. Today, right now is the right time for renewal. Right now. Tonight, from Africa, Brother Ken Shaku is going to be preaching for us. We've got an offering to tell you about. We've got a kid's crusade to tell you about. But right now is the right time. For somebody to humble themselves. Admit to themselves, I've not been who I'm supposed to be. Or I'm just struggling. And I need to renew my walk with God. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm going to ask you to step out of your seat. And come kneel down before God. Come talk to Him. Come and talk to Him. When I preach like this, there's a whole lot of people that, good-hearted people that say, oh man, it may be me. There's one little thing in their life and they want to run and you're welcome to do that you need renewal come to him but there's a few people and I sense it in my spirit as much as I know my name there's a few people in the house that you're in crisis you're in crisis emotionally you're in crisis spiritually you're in crisis with your identity You need to come. God, this is for you. This is for you. God, I need to be renewed. I need to be revived. I need to be restored. I need to be filled with your spirit again. 
Cast me not away from your presence. I just need to come into your presence. Come on. In the Pensacola revival, they kept singing a song, come running. Come running to the mercy seat. I feel certain there's some people that need to come running to the mercy seat. Lower yourself. Forget about pride. Forget about what anybody else thinks. There's some people, if you keep going the path you're going, you're going to lose a lot more than you are bargaining for. You're going to lose a lot more than you think you're going to lose. You're going to become somebody that you're not. Dear God, would you hear me, saint? He loves you and we love you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for these that have come. They need renewal. Some of you prayers, man with man, woman with woman, come behind each one of them. But there are others, there are others, there are others, there are others, there are others. Your faith is in crisis. Who you are is in crisis. There is no joy. You're numb inside. You gotta come. You gotta come. Come on, I need some prayers, ladies. Come running. Come running. You got time to turn around. You've got time to turn around. You can make it back. You can make it back to Him. Your joy can be renewed. The Holy Spirit in you can be renewed. Brother Gary, just put an usher back there if somebody has to go and they want to give. But brother and sister, God is wanting to birth a revival this summer. It's apparent. It's obvious. He keeps interrupting our program. He has told us, Sister Bev spoke a word that said, you move out of your resting place. Shake off what's comfortable to you. Come. 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 Come now to the Lord. Some of you right where you're standing, you need to just say, God, I need a revival Right now, I'm not where I need it to be. Thank you for listening today to The Living Godcast. We trust and pray that you are blessed by today's word. If you would like to contact us for prayer or for more information about Church of the Living God, please visit our Facebook page at WinCityCOLG or give us a call at 859-745-1865.